The Movie Hour, episode 154, October 21st, 2011. You wanna see crazy? No, I've seen that movie, and spoiler alert, it ends with a closet full of my suits on fire! Good evening, one and all, and welcome to tonight's episode, the Michael Bean Silver Screen Movie Hour. I'm your host, Greg Maloney, and tonight I am joined by the usual fare, my brother James, and everyone's favorite bird lover, Jeff. Welcome back to the show, gentlemen. Hi, guys. How's it going? Going well. Hey. Oh, yeah. I, things are going well with me. How are, how are you? James, how are you? Tell uh, me. Situation normal. Situation Situation normal. How are you? Yeah, it's been uh, pouring ass rain in Michigan. Things. Yeah, have, I can uh, hear it. That's pretty, pretty crazy out there right now. Yeah, and that's that's a lot of rain considering we're in like a fortress in the studio here. We could pretty much survive a nuclear blast. It's been designed that way. So we're in the CBS basement. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> ass have, rain. What of all kinds of rain. Ass rain. Ass rain. Hard rain. Hard rain. Okay. We should do a movie. We should do a movie review on hard rain ASAP. Um, it has been it has been a tough week for uh, the Michigan people. You know, there's been the Tigers had that had that situation. Well, that the Lions bad. had that situation. The Michigan Michigan State bad, game too. that was fun. Good times. MSU. All right. Go. go as green. predicted. Go white. Was uh what was the spread supposed to be? Oh, I don't know, but I predicted us to lose. So oh. and we lost. And, and, and so it is. Eternal optimist. So over it there. is. Sorry, but Denari can't throw the ball to save his life. Yeah, it's uh the one thing about the game. You could run the hell out of it, but yeah. Like, it, right, and it actually it almost seemed it seemed like a toss up. Like there could have been it could have been Michigan's game for sure. But the thing that made it my day and made me happy about it was just seeing Denard getting just blown away. Just every every chance they had a chance to like smack him into the uh, I was gonna say pavement into the turf. They did it, and it was I guess it's grass actually. Sorry, didn't mean to say turf. State don't want to don't want to do that to you guys, but. Um, actually, no, you know what? It is turf. Never mind. I lied. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Uh, anyways, the, the good news, though, is uh, good. our uh, family's in town from uh, California, so we've been having a good time with them. It's been uh, a fantastic week, and I am actually sort of recovering from an uh, alcoholic binge last night. Uh, I think, sure, Jeff is, too, and I'm, I'm trying to deal with it like, uh, like Jeff it said. It is Wednesday. Yeah, like Jeff said, <laughs> I've uh, <laughs> I've, I cry about hangovers more than anyone else, so that's, that's what I'm trying to do now. And it was actually kind of interesting because when it was 12.30 at the bar, I'm thinking to myself, where is everybody? This place is usually packed, and it's 12.30, and then Steve tells me, well, it is a Tuesday night. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> You're done, oh, you I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, pretty much is what it came down to, but... Um, I do actually, um, even though it's been, I didn't want to pass over that fact that they're in town. We got to make it, it's gonna be a quick show. Got to get, got to get back to family stuff, but I did get cool information that they wanted to debut star Wars to the kids. So I may be partaking in another debut of the original star Wars movies to them. Very, very spreading it like wildfire across the family, which goes back to some of the stuff that, uh, Joshua posted, Mr. Josh posted on uh, the Gunga Pit forums at gungapit.com. That did you see that children's book thing? Did you ever look at that that post? I did actually. It's uh, it's pretty much about introducing you know, Star Wars to kids, and it's it's pretty funny. There's like a video of somebody showing it, or it was pictures, I think. But anyways, um, I did actually out of a movie story too, not relating to the family stuff, but actually when I was on my way home, um, from hanging out with them. I was passing, you know, I was doing some work with the neighborhood, you know, I 
do a lot of time and uh, I'm sort of like a philanthropist, help out the town a little bit. And I was at our local uh, family video store and noticed. Those exist? Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere, man. Family you mean video. Redbox? Family video. No, no, not Redbox. <laughs> you mean the internet? <laughs> no. Nope. Bear? Not the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it's a place where you can go and physically get a DVD by uh, paying money. Um, it's very interesting, and you get to, oh, like a Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> but what was great about it was they've got a sign out front, and the sign uh, right in the corner of the street just says, "Quit Netflix, dot dot dot, get five dollars free in rentals." And I'm thinking to myself, how do they know if you quit Netflix? <laughs> but Seriously. I love how they're just picking them out, just saying, "Quit Netflix, do that, hurt them." And I, I almost have to wonder if that's legal. Like, right. I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't. I did not inquire about it, but it was interesting. It was very interesting. And I, uh, I snapped a picture of it too, but it didn't come out very well. Was this yeah, a mom like, and Baldwin pops? Cafe putting a putting up a sign that said like go to go take a shit on Coney's floor and uh, <laughs> and get three dollars off your breakfast. Right. Bullhead sucks. Right. I found it. Uh, you know, with all the Netflix news going on, I found it interesting and I found it funny, but I. Uh, I, d- I have no idea how they would actually, you know, go about enforcing that little rule that they've created, their little promotion. I do like it, though. Shit on them, and then come join us. We'll give you $5. Uh, yeah, it's it was kind of funny. It was really funny. And, uh, and speaking of the comedy in things, I wanted to talk about Real Steel for one last minute and how it beat out the Footloose remake this weekend for number one. Oh! So, yeah. Anybody, I'm happy everybody uh, listened to, listen to my review of how bad it was. And I imagine it's, it's uh, despite how bad it was, I imagine it's probably something, it's somewhere between 10 and 15 times better than Fit, Footloose. Yeah, probably. the Footloose remake. I don't know. We have to hurry up and finish this podcast. I'm going to Footloose. Right, right. It, it actually lost. It only lost by 0.8 million, James. You could make that up. Could... Yeah. It just needs to learn how to cut loose. There you go. Perfect. It's exactly what it needs. And yeah, it's part of the song. Yeah. Sorry, bad joke. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Come it's on. an old person song. Don't worry about it. You guys shouldn't have gotten it. Sometimes you you gotta kick off your Sunday shoes. <laughs> you know what? Like I haven't even I haven't seen the movie, but Jeez. I I assume I, <laughs> I assume they actually play the song in the movie. I don't know yet. I hope so. We can only hope. Um, they do. They the do. Trailer. But anyways, uh, enough with real steel. We have other things to discuss. It's been a, it's been a fun week and busy. But uh, it turns out, even with all the busyness going on, Jeff, our favorite person, has a, a movie review for us. Is that is that not true? <laughs> yeah, uh, I got home a little early this afternoon and was able to uh, you watch. Look, what you left school. Took off. So. Yeah, I took off. Said, kids, you can handle this. Uh, <laughs> Read chapters three through six. And... and if you get done, fight to the death. Uh, yeah, so um, I, and I watched, speaking of fight to the death, I watched Mad Max 4. I mean, the book of Eli. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I cannot wait for Mad Max relaunches. I cannot wait. It's going to happen. Who, who's going to play him? I don't know. Mel. Russell Crowe. Mel, yeah, good point. (laughs) (laughs) Matter, Max. Jackman's on a roll. He can do it. Jackman, good good call. 
He's an awesome. I just hope they skip. Right? Can do it. I hope they skip the whole like he's a normal guy in a cop thing and go straight to the post-apocalyptic. Like he's just sort of some weird dude who drives cars really well and has a shotgun. <laughs> that a lot better. You, you saw the first one, right? Yeah, we saw it together. I wasn't sure if it was me and you and, and Josh or just me. Yeah, and Josh. we saw them in in really strange order. I we we watched all three of them together. Yeah, yeah. the oh. first, yeah, and we were watching when we put the first one in. We're like, all right, this is gonna lead up to Road Warrior. This is it. This is gonna be him just going mad or something. It's gonna, it, yeah, it'll explain because Road Warrior doesn't even really have a plot. Like, right. it'll explain what the hell's happening in Road <laughs> Warrior. No, all it does it does explain why he's so pissed off, but it has it doesn't explain the apocalyptic situation at all, and it's right, right, yeah, yeah it completely explains Mad Max, which is why it's called Mad Max. But why they where they went with that, it's like a whole new thing. It's it's, <laughs> it's like they took him his character, put him on Mars, and then they uh, inhabited it, and that's what happened. Maybe maybe a prequel uh, where they explain where the humongous comes from. Because he's the most intriguing character. By the way, I, this I, is I, I, my spin-off. My Halloween costume for 2013. So, <laughs> humongous. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fantastic Halloween. You'd need to have a whole bunch of people though driving like dune buggies and shit to, to herald your. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I need to have yeah, I need to have a stereo playing like the revving up engine sound that they do during the whole entire movie. <laughs> And memorize that speech about how the humongous is fair and the humongous is just. <laughs> I need uh, to see these movies. All right. So anyway, Book of uh, Eli. Eli. Uh, Denzel Washington. It's, it's post-apocalyptic. Uh, apparently, northern Nevada, um, based on logic. Uh, <laughs> the end I just. Of- I've got this picture of just Nevada being that way, but nothing else. Yeah, well, that's basically <laughs> it, yeah. So post-apocalyptic world where the, um, you know, everybody lives in like, in it's basically, it's basically Road Warrior, um, or maybe even Thunderdome. Really? And he, yeah, I'm excited he, now. He, he, uh, you can tell he's sort of this loner guy who's got this book that he's protecting, and he's got to keep it safe. Um and he's walking west because he's been told that he needs to go west. Uh, and so he comes across this town and he's just trying to like fill up his canteen and move on. But basically winds up getting into like a uh, in into like a fight. And a he's like spat. A- a little spat and he's like and he, but he's like he's like amazing he's got this he's got this uh machete type thing and a shotgun and he can take on like 20 guys at once cuz he's a badass <laughs> so um yeah so that that sets the that sets the scene and it turns out that the 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 leader of this town played by Gary Oldman is looking like he's sending out like raiders like in Road Warrior uh to find this one specific book and in short order you figure out that it's a bible because after like this giant like war thing happened and before and they burned all the bibles so bible's like the rarest book and um he realizes that with the bible he would be able to like control people even more that the the like the word of uh the word of god would be like extremely powerful and he could use it to control the masses um so anyway, onward and upward. Uh, so he's an evangelist. He, he winds up in this town, and he and this town sort of get into a fight, and it's sort of this thing between he and Gary Oldman where the, Oldman finds out that he has a Bible and yada, yada, yada. And um, then uh, 
uh, Mila Kunis, and at the end they wind up on Alcatraz, and um, right, yeah, and um, and it turns out that Denzel Washington was blind the whole time, and the Bible was in Braille. So there you go. Spoiler alert. What? Yeah, it's it, like so. Even though oh, he's like, does he wear? These, I'm seeing a picture. Is he wearing glasses the entire time? Is that how right? You know? Yeah, pretty much. So like Gary Oldman people. basically like gets the book through nefarious uh, skull drudgery, and um, he uh, is that how you say that? Skull duggery, skull drudgery. Anyway, it's through through nefarious means he winds up getting the book from uh, from Denzel Washington, and then there's like this this epic moment at the end where you realize that that uh it's in braille and you find out that denzel washington was blind the whole time and but he's already on alcatraz and he's got the whole fucking thing memorized and so he's reading it off and it's it's amazing and you're you, and then at the end my favorite part mila kunis is uh like takes up his mantle like to go back to the town with like his shotgun and machete and he she's gonna go kick some ass apparently and like she's the end of it is sort of like fading into the um the desert Wow. So they don't even like hint that he's blind up until the end? I don't remember any major hints. Wow. So he just gets away with like fending off. I also was like sort of doing and... during the movie, so <laughs> there might have been some hints. But certainly like he was seriously kicking some ass and like there was some uh, you, there were some overtones of like, you know, what with the Bible and everything, like divine guidance. Like he, right. he, he had to go west until he got to, you know, like he didn't know what he was doing. Was he also like morally superior to everybody? Like he didn't kill and stuff like that? Uh, or was he it? He was definitely wasting some fuckers. Oh, but okay. He, he right. was like, <laughs> he was in some ways more like. They were very, all bad. Um, he had a code. He had a code, yeah, but it was, he, it was lenient. He he's, he's, <laughs> he, he was a, he was a, uh, <laughs> A murderous motherfucker, but the kind of murderer we like. Who is Jennifer Beals in this movie? Uh, she was an, uh, she was a blind chick. chick that Gary Oldman. Um, What's with all the blind people seriously? in this movie? Well, uh, apparently after the war, like the sun became so bright that people went blind. Was ah, so you that was they threw that out there in the movie. Sort of, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, she was a blind chick that Gary Oldman kept around for. I'm assuming sex. That's what I would do. End, at the end, she decides not to help him read the Bible. Just so you know, plot keywords, book, blind, water, and limping. Just so you know. Interesting. Uh-huh. IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. I need to see this movie is what it comes down to. I'm oh, wait. Good. Shot with an arrow is also one. Oh, yeah. He's got a bow and arrow and he shoots. Jesus. This has got everything you want. He also has a shotgun. So. <laughs> Was I'm this... telling you, like I, I swear to, like I, I mean this in the best way possible. It is Mad Max Four. Yeah, uh, I need to, I need to see this movie. That's what it comes down to. Was uh, Gary Oldman any good? I mean, certainly no stamp of approval. It wasn't terrible though. I've seen way worse movies, um, but it wasn't by any means good. So if you got, if you got some time to waste, certainly pick this one up and, uh, and watch it. I think it's streaming on HBO right now. Directed by brothers Alan and Albert Hughes, who also directed Menace to Society and Dead Presidents, in case anyone's keeping track. So that's fucking cool. And then they also did From Hell, which I never saw. John Depp. John Depp. I saw From Hell. Was it a lot like this? Was it Mad Max 3 remade? No. No, that's unfortunate. But No, it's it's a, it's a Jack the Ripper story. There you go. Uh, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. I actually, like... 
I did have some time. I could have watched a movie, but I was busy wrapping up The Wire. I finally caught the the last couple episodes of The Wire and watching The Wire. Fantastic. That last episode was pretty epic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a fantastic season. Like you, you wonder how they're going to wrap everything up. They did a pretty good job of uh, continuing the story and like just showing you where those characters are slowly making it off in the end. And it's uh, yeah. I would recommend anybody that wants to see a, a great series catch The Wire, even though it's you know, on DVD, I'm sure, but you can get it on HBO Go if you guys have HBO. That's where so, I watched it. And, any, and anybody that's interested in doing some um, some research can can find out the first time on the podcast that I told Greg that he should watch The Wire was probably about three years ago. Yeah, and it, uh, I'm happy I did watch it, and I will also throw it. I think I mentioned this when I was started watching him, too, was uh, a friend of the show, Aaron, had mentioned about The Wire a couple times when uh, – Long time ago, long time ago. I just didn't know what it was. I had no idea, and I'm happy. I'm happy I caught it. And yeah, anybody that has the ability to and the means, you should check it out. It's fantastic. I don't know if you can get it on Netflix, but fuck Netflix anyways. Coming right, Jim? soon to Jim's TV. Yeah, James, you got to pick that up. But anyways, uh, I guess this brings us to the fantastic part of the episode, the Parker Posey play along, everybody's favorite. Um, it's uh, our question of the week, which I believe. James, it was your question last week, was it not? Was it not? It was. Yeah. And it was uh, the question, I believe, was who is your favorite cinematic cop and or lawman, whatever uh, title you prefer. And uh, other than my awesome Lieutenant Eckert answer from Batman, did you have any thoughts on uh, any uh, answers that you liked? Um, I guess Karen, since she's the only one that answered. Other than... There's an answer on uh, the Facebook page. Ooh, I gotta get on Facebook. Yeah, that can't happen. Yeah, things um, would explode. Things would explode if well, tell, tell me about the Facebook answer. I'd like to hear it. Uh, Facebook and loyal friend of the show listener Tiffany said her favorite answer was Morgan Freeman from Kiss the Girls, which is a good answer. That uh, is a good answer. Yeah, it's a very good yeah. answer. And she said if uh, if she had to pick one for laugh, she would pick uh, Sandra Bullock from Miss Congeniality. The first one. Oh, and here I thought Demolition Man was going to be mentioned. You know what's funny is after, <laughs> what's funny is after she mentioned that I mentioned, well, that's funny because I almost picked Sly Stallone and Demolition Man, which Sandra Bullock's in. It's an amazing world we live in, people. It's it is. World. Uh, but yeah, that's. Uh, I just want to bring that up, throw that out there. But yeah, and the, you know, Karen gets extra points because you know she picked almost my namesake, Jimmy Malone. Yeah, the clue answer was good, and I actually, I as I mentioned on the forums, I thought of it. Um, while we were on the show, but I had no idea what that guy's name was. I had no idea. Michael McKean? I didn't know. You didn't know Mr. Green? Yeah, I didn't know. I totally forgot. There's only so many choices, right? (laughs) Purple. Mm, Professor Plum. Buster. Colonel Which one was he? Which one was he in? Was he Mr. Green? Uh, He was Mr. Green. Yeah, where he says, I'm going to go make love to my wife. That was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, exactly. At the end, one of the end uh, one of the end scenarios. That's exactly correct. But uh, yeah, it was um, a good answer and a good question, James. I'm uh, sorry I didn't get it. Yeah, I was hoping for That's what I get for appealing to, a ma- to the masses. No one pays attention. Yeah. Next one's going to be really deep. Next <laughs> one's going to be so out of your mind. Yeah, it's, How uh, did you feel when you saw Casablanca? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, it comes to uh, the next Parker Posey play along, which again, it'll uh, you can find the question at the Movie Hour page on Facebook and also at gunkbit.com. Um, it is my question, and I've got I'll hit you guys with the question, and I'll, I'll give you the, the background with the story. Give us the answer, and we'll give you questions. Okay. 
Um, the answer, my answer is Pet Cemetery. So I like this. Can you guess? <laughs> What's a movie that Gre- made Greg Chris's pants literally? <laughs> Close. You're warm. You're very. Uh, What's the first movie Greg masturbated to? <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, then. Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> I like this game. We need to keep doing this. Oh man, I don't think I can compare to that last one. I was gonna say snuggle up to a girl, but you know, <laughs> masturbate too. Same snuggle thing. Like masturbate, same thing. Oh <laughs> god, what was the first? Man? <laughs> oh my god. All right, yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I got, I got the actual question. I got the actual question, but um, the question is, what's a movie that you remember watching in, like, in your childhood that scared the shit out of you? So you're close. That's cemetery. Exactly. And it's uh, like the reason I like the I like the answer and the question, but of course, I like the answer is my pick. But the thing I like about it is when I was really young, like, you know, Halloween's coming up. It reminded me of like, OK, this is my chance to get a Halloween question in because I don't get next week's question. I think uh, we might have a, a special player for that next week. But oh, I hope um, so. <laughs> oh, boy, I hope so. Um, <clears throat> but Halloween's one, you know, it's one of my favorite might be my favorite holiday. It's kick ass, you know, it. And it uh, it reminded me of you know trick or treating like a champ back in the day, and you do the whole candy trading thing and all like you know I was the master at trading because I didn't like any of the high valued candies, so I also I I was a quantity guy myself. But and all those shitty peanut butter ones that were in brown and orange right, wrappings. I, I no those I had some standards, Jay. Okay, some standards, but. As anybody that, you know, trick or cheats, trick or treats for real knows, after you're done trick or treating in your neighborhood, you immediately jump to another neighborhood where and, richer people live. Well, not only that, but if you're lucky enough, you had another neighborhood that allowed trick or treating later hours. So you almost have yeah. a schedule, which we did once in a while. We would go to my grandma's neighborhood back in the day and uh, we would uh, trick or treat out there. And what was interesting back then was, you know, my parents never bought any horror movies they weren't really on my radar at all until, you know, I, like I was probably like 10 at the time when I, uh, I caught this movie. But what was interesting about going to my grandma's is she had, I don't even think it was cable, but they, she would always have the TV on playing those horror movie, you know, uh, marathons that would happen around Halloween. And Pet Cemetery was on. And, I've, you know, we're sitting down doing the candy trades. Pet Cemetery's on watching it. And that movie literally, like, just freaked the shit out of me. Like, I'm a 10-year-old. The movies, for anyone that hasn't seen it, it's pretty much about a fucking scary kid coming back to life when his his own father puts him in the pet cemetery, knowing that he's going to come back to life and he just couldn't deal with the guilt of having him die on his watch kind of thing. And it was, it's fucked up. And uh, you get to see a little kid running around with a, uh, um, I don't know what you would call it. It's not an exacto knife, I don't think, but it's, uh, it's freaky. And the kid's freaky. I'm trying to remember... Um, He's the same kid. I was looking him up earlier. Um, it was George Clooney. Who is? It's George Clooney. It <laughs> is George Clooney. You'll never know. Uh, but no, the kid. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Miko Hughes is the name. Is the name of the kid. And he, if uh, it rings a bell, was also in Nightmare, uh, the new Nightmare West Craven movie, and also in. He stars the kid in Mercury Rising, that Bruce Willis awful movie where he was like an autistic kid and yeah, I was gonna say he Bruce was Willis protecting him. It's so bad. Anyways. He is a freaky looking child in this movie and does a uh, fantastic job. But I was, 
I was mortified that. How how old do you have to be to not call it being like childhood anymore? Right. I just want what I'm looking for, the soul of. The- yeah, because I'm gonna have to pick like Abbott Costello versus <laughs> nice. Frankenstein or something. The soul of the question is like, what's what's the first movie where it just pretty much got your imagination running wild? It scared you that much? Like it was just one of those like, oh my god, there's gonna be a kid that's gonna come out and get me. Like it's that's pretty much what I'm looking for. So if you thought about that when you were 21, so be it. But um, yeah, I was afraid of what's under the bed. Then you're literally scared. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, the sort of in the spirit of Halloween, like it was one of those things where um, how like haunted horror movies weren't, you know, and they still aren't exactly my uh, my thing. But uh, I was genuinely scared. And as a side note, whenever I was scared from then, on, like from then on watching movies at our parents house, um, even a little bit before that, when movies that aren't so scary, like Ghostbusters, I would hide behind the couch. That's what I would do when parts of movies that scared me. It was very uh it was a very tough part of my childhood, guys. I'm sort of, this is like, you know, this is good for me. It's therapy. So I just wanted to get that out there, let you guys know about it. I have a question. Thanks. Yeah, Jim. I mean, yeah. Um, so I have something in mind, but it, like the whole movie wasn't scary. Just one part. And it was such a weird scene. Like it was impossible to occur in real life. So I was never scared about it in real life. Is that something that would be legal in this question? Or you're looking for something? Where there's an everlasting effect. Are you talking about The Shining? <laughs> Damn it. No, but I should be. I, I was older when I saw that, and so it didn't really. It more disgusted me than anything. But anyway, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a different scene. So I didn't know if that was in the spirit of the question or if you were looking for something that it I was literally well, worried about the, the dark, you know, or just something. Because yeah. It, yeah, just because it can't happen in real life. Like I don't expect a three-year-old child to come at me with a knife. But well, no, but. I mean, at the same time, are you talking about being scared in the dark and that kind of stuff? Or... Right. Um, so, yes. Yeah, yeah, scared in the dark is kind of what I was looking for. But if it's never happened to you, James... Because my scene, I've got Flash Gordon. I was eight when I saw it in the theater. And there's this weird scene where they're kind of putting some of the heroes to the test. And there's this weird mound thing. And there's a creature that lives in the mound. And you have to put your hand inside it and grab something. It's like this rite of passage type scene. And it freaked the shit out of me. Are you sure but, you're not talking like, about a double dare? <laughs> I don't know what that is. So no. You're explaining it freaks the shit out of me. Yeah. So it was, it was scary, but it's like, I'm okay. I'm not worried about a mound, you know, or anything like that. So I don't know if that would I'm count. not worried about you, mound. You're not gonna hit me. <laughs> There's not a mound around that I can scare me in real life. So it's oh, man. So I don't know if that counts. Is that something? Is that outside? <laughs> the I. It's an answer. A mound answer. Um, <laughs> but it's not what you're looking for. You I got a backup. Said one. Just not as strong. Yeah, yeah. I if that wasn't, it's not exactly what I'm looking for now. All right, so I'm gonna have to go with Jaws. Like, the though. first thing that scared you works, but yeah, Jaws is a good one. I'm sure that's. Jaws. that's... I, I I have some lingering effects from Jaws. Like I, if it, if I'm in deep water, I freak out a little bit. Especially when you're in the end of the the deep end of the pool. That's... No pools, no lakes. Yes. Oh, Jaws, man. Makes sense. Did Jaws ever show up in a freshwater lake? Was that was that uh, in the movies at all? I never, I caught the first. I don't think so. That might have been like Lake Placid or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think that was alligators or something. I don't know. But Jeff, do you have a uh, do you have a perfect answer for my question? I'm looking for perfect. Yeah, you know, mine was I was probably 15 or 16 when I first saw this movie. And uh, the movie was The Birds. 
Uh, the Alfred Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Never seen that one. Scared the living hell out of me. I don't know why, and I, to this day, I still I still don't know why it was so scary. But I still think about it anytime I see like a large group of birds. I think about how they're gonna come and peck my face off. Sort of like that time. Remember when we were in? Uh, was it in Poland? When there was that, remember there were those. Two oh kids? yeah, yeah, in Krakow, yeah, and that were kid. Kids, yeah, I think there were two kids like feeding the pigeons, and they were just all over them. It was amazing. Yeah, you said somebody helped, like the kids <laughs> were having the time of their lives. You said somebody help that kid, and I laughed my ass off. Uh, it was cathartic to laugh because I was terrified. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> it was cathartic. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was. Uh, that was. I can imagine that being, you know, not to mention they're just rats with wings, right? Like disease ridden things flying around, trying to peck your eyes out. That's scary. I'm, 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 I'm on board with that, dude. I'm on board with that. And, uh, yeah, it was, I think the, the, my second runner up, as I mentioned about Ghostbusters before that initial part of Ghostbusters always scared the shit out of me of the librarian, like screaming at the the Ghostbusters. That's kills me every time. So it gives me the spooks and that creepy music in the beginning, in the part where they're showing the Columbia sign. It's very, very, very weird. But we do have a, a little bit of a, a special special present for you, live listener Josh, and frequent, frequent uh, co-host of the show, guest host of the show, is uh, just joining us. Josh, are you there? Yeah. Josh, Every day at the hey, office. Welcome, well, that's cool. Welcome back, buddy. Well, thanks, I guess. Yeah. What have so- like? How, I know you were supposed to be here earlier, Josh. What happened? Give us your excuse. I had this sweet meeting I had to go to today. Meeting of minds? <laughs> meeting of the assholes. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> meeting of dickheads. Uh, well, since you did join us at the, the tail of the show, you're just, in time. Docking. you're just in time for the Parker Posey. Did you catch the question? Do you know? I didn't catch the question. I caught the answers, so yeah. I have like some context <laughs> That's clues. That's like, yeah, we were playing early. <laughs> yeah, you fit right in. What do you think the question was? They uh, <laughs> heard. A, a scene that uh, you saw maybe earlier in life that still has a uh, still has kind of a frightening effect on you. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Actually, no, it's... <laughs> It's your it, favorite Rambo sequel. No, it, it, earlier, as we mentioned, it was uh, the question was, what's the first movie you masturbated to? So, <laughs> oh, not, <laughs> uh, not the hard, hard tits four was definitely <laughs> my first. Uh, you had your chance to throw in like anything, you know, anything you wanted. This the yeah, <laughs> we're walking Disney the Robin Hood. That yeah. fox is hot. Right, anyways, um, yeah, the question is, and it is sort of based on scaring and sort of uh, back in your childhood kind of thing. What was the first movie you remember that mm. just scared the shit out of you? You know, I think uh, I'd want to check on the date of uh, because I'm pretty sure it was Roger Rabbit, the end of Roger Rabbit. Oh, that's a good answer. Uh, like the whole movie, everybody's pretty like obviously Judge Doom isn't the most lovable character ever, but you don't really know what the fuck he is. Yeah, you don't know what end. he's capable of. You do not know what he's capable of. Yeah, and like, literally the way that Eddie Valiant describes it, like, that voice, those eyeballs, like, they freak the hell out of me. Yeah, I'm with you. That's a that's a better answer than any of us came up with. Bullshit, my... And then still at the end, you don't really know, like, uh, what he was. I like my mound answer. 
The mound was pretty sweet. Remember, I, you I remember the that. mound? The mound was pretty awesome. The mound freaked me out. It freaked me out. It reminds me of the tree in uh, Ewok. Caravan of, is it Caravan of Courage? No, it's Battle for Endor. When he sticks his hand in that thing and that freaking... Uh, uh, no, it is no. Caravan of Courage. And that, that thing grabs his hand like in the tree. You're having a one-person debate right there. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Greg doesn't You're need everybody. Drive safe, people. Greg's going to handle it from here. <laughs> He's the only one who can dispute or verify the answer. Come so. on, you guys know Ewoks. Ewoks is sweet, dude. <gasps> I think I think they came, that finally came out on DVD. I need to pick that shit up. You know what? The, the, if we're gonna have a debate about Ewoks, is it is are the Ewoks movies better than Phantom Menace? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Caravan of Courage might be one of the best pieces of cinema that's come out in the last. Is that the one with Brimley? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, no, that's the other one. Oh. Wow, even without Brimley, it's that good. Dude, it's awesome. It's tough to make a good movie without Brimley. <laughs> and it's—I don't know if it's fair because I don't think it's actually ever got a theatrical release, but they did go. They were TV straight to TV movies, but um, they were both awesome. Yeah. Anyways, enough about that. Enough about that. Back can to- I back? Can I back up and give a better answer really quick? Yeah, the best. No, like I think that was everybody. I think that was a pretty good answer, but truthfully, the first movie uh, that I saw that scared the shit out of me was uh, the end of Indiana Jones, the first Indiana Jones movie. Like when oh, the dude's kidding. face was melting off and like. Where were we on that one, Jim? How? Yeah, like, would you have a backup of the story? That's right. Jim, was, how, Jim was sixty when. Oh, yeah, I don't even. I must have been. What year did that movie come out, James? Uh, eighty-one, I think. Okay, so before I was, I was probably Let's I, FDR. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably was four or five when I first saw the end of that movie. Yeah. When like literally everybody's just dying from these light beams, which I didn't really understand was supposed to be God or whatever. Right. Uh, which sort of makes it freakier when you. God, God part of smites it. people, man. He doesn't. Okay. He doesn't give a okay. According it's to any other testament, God. So yeah, I would say that that's a more truthful answer. Like my first answer is probably better, but that's a more truthful answer. Is my my first time I was really scared shitless. And so is the important part of this question being like the first experience or one that has a lasting effect on you? First experience. Okay. First experience. Then I got to go with the mound. Then I can't yeah. do the job. No, the mound's good. I like the mound. It's just. It just yeah. didn't have the lasting effect on it like, that you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's a bunch of dudes going around this mound, sticking their hand in, and it's scary as shit. It reminds me of Double Dare. Like, you gotta get the flag out of the slime. Oh, Double Yeah, now I know what you're talking about, Double Dare. By the way, man. Children's TV. James, you made a great joke earlier when Jeff was talking, and Jeff didn't hear it, and I already forgot I'm what sorry. the joke was, but it was fantastic. It? I don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. What was it? <laughs> it was during the review. Show's over. Show's over. Yeah, it's during the review. It was during the review. <laughs> so, question again. What is the first time, can you name the first time you watched a movie? It doesn't have to be a horror movie, I guess, but in the spirit of Halloween, what was the first movie you remember being scared about like an event person whatever happened in it um and uh yeah if you uh, want to regale us with your tale we would appreciate it uh, you can find the question at gungapit.com on the boards there or the movie hour page on facebook uh james jeff another great show in the bag halloween coming up do you guys have your costumes ready you guys ready? Uh, ready? Not really, but thought of yes. James, are you going to pull are you going to reveal next next week what you're going to be? Sure. All right, Jeff, how about you? What do you got? 
Um, I actually do not have occasion this year to dress up, so I will not be. There is an occasion. I'm, I'm going out on a high note with my green man costume. Let's put it that way. <laughs> is the, there's no like school thing? Oh, everybody's a witch or anything like that. Like teachers dress Jesus up. Christ, there, I'm a fucking adult. Teachers. Jeez. <laughs> Maybe the girl teachers do that. Jeez. Gotcha. Dude, I don't know about Halloween, but at Valentine's Day, we're definitely making those. Those candy pouches and stapling them around the room and doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll staple them to delinquent children. Yeah. Like a kangaroo. But, uh, <laughs> Josh, you got a costume yet? You costume? Fuck no. All right. All right. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna dress up this year. All Maybe. Right. Well, uh, are you gonna go out? Uh, go get some candy. Def- definitely not going out. And believe me, that porch light will be turned the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what my apartment complex has you for a situation, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> James, Jeff, thanks again uh, for your input. Another great job at the movie hour. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Drive safe. Josh, way to fucking show up. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, nice to uh, see you too, sweetie. <laughs> Take it easy, everybody. Tune in next week. We'll be talking about uh, a little bit of Halloween stuff. Probably have a special special guest. Uh, we'll be uh, here waiting. The Michael Bean Silver Screen Movie Hour. We'll see you next time. Good title, by the way. Yeah.